Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Raina Starr. Welcome to May, the merry, merry month of Morrison. I have a lot to tell you about that in a minute. But before we get started, if you've never heard Desperate House Witches before, please be forewarned. This is not a GPG or even an R-rated show. So anything I might say might offend you. Be careful. I will try to keep it clean as much as possible today because today's guest is extremely important to me as she is my sponsor and one of my best friends in the world. www.wickedwitchstudios.com is her website. The amazing one, the utterly wicked one, Dorothy Morrison. Hello, my love. Hello. How are you on this wonderful day? Oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful Saturday. It is the merry, merry month of Morrison. How are you? I am fine. I I am. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm busy, as as always. Yep. The, this pandemic. Um, uh, gosh, I've been just terribly busy d- during all this, which which I'm grateful for. Um, but this sure. morning, I did finally get the rest of my flowers in the ground in the flower bed, and uh-huh. so I'm. I'm excited about that. I have things blooming, and it looks beautiful. And I'm just so happy to be here visiting with you. I know it's been so long. Oh, my goodness, I have missed you. So it is your birthday month, and it is, it is of course, a very important month around here because, as everyone knows, you are not only uh, a friend, but you are a sponsor of the show, which I'm very grateful for, as always. So I'm dying to know what you have for us in your birth month. It's, I'm, I'm excited to know what you're doing. Well, every May I do mystery packages. And yep. um, when this sh- half an hour after this show is over, I will release a link on social media. Um, these these mystery packages are different for most people because folks have have several options th- this year, um, and oh. some of the options are um, that I will determine what goes in the mystery packages um, by way of the tarot cards. I, uh, I I pull three cards, look at it, mm-hmm. figure out what goes in your order. You know, the only thing is a lot of people think that they are getting a reading with this, and that's not how this works. Those cards are only to um, give me some idea about what the customer needs. And so I look at the cards, I decide, I write the products on the uh, on the order, and, and then I go uh-huh. on to the next one. So when someone says, which card did you pull for me? I can't tell them because I really don't know. <laughs> but but they, but there's that, you know. <laughs> so so they have that option. They also have the option of getting um, mystery packages with no tarot cards pulled, and they also have the option of getting mystery packages with a copy of Utterly Wicked. <gasps> nice. So always a good choice. Uh, always a good choice. So, so there are eight different packages that, this year, and um, mm-hmm. and the packages come in two sizes, small and large, and so they start at thirty dollars plus shipping, and go all the way up to seventy dollars plus shipping. So, so there is awesome. a good price range for 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 people mm-hmm. right now. So, so I'm pretty excited about that. Wow, and what a great Beltane gift for someone to give themselves or someone they love, today being the day. 
and I think that's amazing. I have been the recipient of of your mystery packages, and they are always great. There's always a surprise in there, something I didn't expect. I love them. Last uh, last year's, I got um, the copy of Utterly Wicked, which I already had a copy of, but I wanted the smaller copy to take in my purse. Um, yeah, so it's I, I love what you do. I love the way you do it. I'm very excited to order mine today after you release the link, which I, of course, will have on the show page as well. So oh, thank what you. else has been going? How, is, how has life been for you during the pandemic, I have to ask? You know, um, life has been interesting, but certainly not bad. Um, Mark mm-hmm. and I um, are fully vaccinated now. Uh, I have to say mm-hmm. that, that getting an appointment uh, was just a royal pain in the ass. Uh, because yeah. we have we have a Walgreens here that's just about four miles away, so that's that's very convenient for us. And so when I first started trying to get our appointments, I could get the first one, but I couldn't get the second one, and they wouldn't let me book the first one without booking the second one. So that rocked on for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Then I was able to book the, the, the second one, but it was in Bogalusa, which is about 20 miles away from us. So the first one close to us, mm-hmm. and then the, the second one in Bogalusa. Then that appointment got canceled. <laughs> oh, my. And, wow. And then try, because everybody decided that they wanted you to get your second shot uh, at the same place you got the first one. Yeah, and so there I was remember. a big rigmarole with all of that, and so people are not having to deal with that now. So, so that's fortunate. But we we were able to to get both shots. Uh, we didn't have any symptoms at all. And yeah. what I am noticing is that it is that people who are younger than I am, of course, almost everybody is younger than I am, seem to be having more oh, symptoms gosh. than the old folks like us. Yeah. And, well, you know, I had symptoms. I had a lot of them. <laughs> I yeah, was sick as a dog last week. I, I had the yeah. second shot a week ago Friday. It was pretty damn awful. But did you have Moderna? What kind did you get? I had I had Moderna. Um, we, we both oh, okay. did. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I was a little, I have to admit, I was antsy about the second shot because I had heard, you know, if the first one didn't kick your ass, by God, the second one would. And so I was antsy. <laughs> But, you know, yeah. really and truly, some people talk about their arm hurting. Well, you know, my arm hurt only if I press down on that spot. And then it was like, well, Dorothy, quit pressing down and you won't hurt. And that was the <laughs> truth, you know. And, you know, so, so it wasn't like the muscles hurt or anything like that. You know, some people say, oh, my God, I can hardly lift my arm. You know, I've got fever, yeah. so on and so forth. What yeah. I did notice yep. was that I was really... I was tired that night, but yeah. I can't even blame um, the the vaccine on that because I have been working 14 to 16 hours a day trying to fill orders. So I was already so tired mm-hmm. that my hair hurt, you know, so I couldn't even blame that. <laughs> and, and I, you know, it's... Uh, and now, you know, all the all the stories, it must be government assistance for small businesses must be coming through now because my mm-hmm. stores are beginning to order as if they have never carried my products at all. Oh These huge orders, you know, um, mm-hmm. 400 bottles mm-hmm. of spray, 600 bottles of spray, you know, all at once. Wow. You know, all of this. And so that's fabulous because that means that small business is coming back. Sure, sure. But I'm the only person that does this. I'm a one-woman sweatshop. And so this has been just, uh, you know, incredibly busy, and I'm a little frazzled. And so so I am trying trying to keep my two brain cells rubbed together at this point. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, at this point, 
point. It, it just seems like, you know, and I wanted to ask you about that. During the pandemic in and of itself, did you find that people were more interested in obtaining magical products just because of a fear factor or a wanting to maybe improve things through magic? You know, I'm not sure exactly what it was. I do know that that my business just boomed, okay? Part of it was, you know, people people were working from home. There were other people... Mm -hmm. Um, who uh, were staying home on account of the pandemic. Um, and, sure. You know, and so people were shopping online. They, you know, there, was, yeah. there were so many stores closed and so on and so forth, so people were shopping online. And because I'm only online, you know, that was a plus. But, you know, I yeah. think that a lot of the um, magical online stores probably did mm-hmm. a really good business because we offer people hope. Yeah. And, you know, and the whole situation yeah. with the pandemic seems so hopeless. It was like even it even people did. who were doing what they were supposed to be doing seemed to be catching this virus. And, yeah. um, you know, and it was really, really scary. So some people, I think, were bored and were shopping. But I think most people were, were simply looking for something to sort of normalize their their life or bring things back to whatever they thought was almost normal. You know, yeah. um, I, I think, you know, Mark ran out and did all our errands. And, of course, he was careful. <laughs> but, but, but men yeah. are funny. You know, I think they all have to go to Walmart once a day or they're not happy. <laughs> and, and so, you know, I've always been one of those shoppers that – that would go do grocery shopping and everything, you know, once a week. I always was. Before I had yeah. Mark, that's how I did things. I made a list. I went and got my stuff. I was mm-hmm. done. Okay. No, no. He right. has to run no, errands no. every single day. And so, and so, so, so we were, you know, we were careful about, about everything. But I didn't go anywhere. My God, since that started, I could probably yeah. have... Um, counted on both hands the times I was out and about in my car in a whole year because I was too busy wow. to go anywhere. So, so being true. too busy to, to, to go anywhere was a blessing for me, and that kept me safe. And fortunately, right. I'm not one of those people that gets cabin fever. Yeah, I I agree. You know, so anyway, and then, of course, we had... Other things happen um, during the, this pandemic. Um, we we lost our dog Dixie, and that was really okay. traumatic for both of us. But of then we adopted another little Silas. Labrador Retriever. His name is Silas, mm-hmm. and he is mm-hmm. in here in my office chewing on his bone right now, and he is Aww. an absolute. Uh, he's a joy, but um, I've never had a dog that didn't have some kind of problem. <laughs> and this yeah. one is is terrified of the the, the crate, terrified. Really? And yes, and so every time he, um, I've had to put him in the crate. Within 15 minutes, he throws up. Not yeah. just a little bit, but his entire oh. meal. So now Aww. I have a puppy that's on Prozac. <laughs> oh, jeez, Dorothy. <laughs> and, and, How do you and, do this? <laughs> well, honey, you do it because you have to. So I have a, a puppy that's on Prozac, and get, and we'll have to get Xanax an hour before I have to put him in the crate so I can go somewhere because there are going to be times when Mark and I are both going to have to be gone. Sure, and, of course. And, like you life. know, so, so Mark says, oh, well, you know, we should just get him a bed and train him to a bed. Well, you know, that sounds all well and fine, too, except that he discovered uh, throw pillows on the couch. And oh. I walked in one day. He was, he was on the couch sleeping, and then I walked in one day, and there was fibrofil everywhere. And oh, so, no. so I stuffed oh, all the stuff God. back in. I set it back up. I put it back on the couch. Well, then he got the other one. 
And so I told Mark, we're not going to do this bed thing until I'm sure that he is done with tearing up fabric stuff with stuffing. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh. this silly thing. So, so, you know, the life is busy here. But, you know, he he is just an amazing, amazing dog. So... You know, when when we adopt a dog, we, we do it, you know, for, for the long haul. There's no such thing as ever returning one, to, you know, to, to the shelter. So, you know, we will just deal with this. And he's he's a Velcro puppy. He, he likes to be right beside us. And, uh-huh. you know, if I get up to just take three steps into another room to grab something, he's right on my heels. And oh, he's so, a puppy. Well, yes, he is. Yeah, you know, he he sticks right right to us. And of course, you know, when you adopt a dog, you never know what they have been through before you sure. got them. So yeah, it's a know, guess. The, it's all a guess. Yeah, so 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 the good news is he's very sweet. the The good news is though, if anything ever happens and we need some kind of protection, he's going to be right by our sides. You know. So that's, that's, yeah. so, so that's a good thing. So, so that has been busy. Like I needed a few more things to keep us busy. And <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't even keep up with I mean, I'm just listening and I can't keep up. It's amazing. All the stuff you managed to do from home is just incredible. Well, the the thing that that I haven't managed to to do, um, for I had God, I shouldn't even say fortunately because that's going to come back to haunt me. But I had um, a couple days where I didn't have orders, and so I was trying to catch up on store orders because they were already, you know, I was already working on them, but I didn't have new orders. And so I right. suddenly realized that there were all these things around the house that I had let go, and uh-huh. you know, things that. Uh, I thought Mark had done, and then I would look and spot something, and I would think, oh, my God, he only did that half-assed. <laughs> and and so, so then I would have to, to, to go behind him and do it <laughs> and fix it. And <laughs> so, you know, hmm. but, um, you know, so I kind of caught up on some things at home. But, you know, when when you work out of your house, and I think a lot of people understand this now because most people have never had to do that before, you know. Um, but when you yep. work out of your house, there there are a couple things that, that happen. You know, if you're very, very disciplined, you ignore everything else that, that goes on, and all of a sudden you realize that your house is in terrible disrepair and you have got to tidy things. Um, if mm-hmm. But if not, you walk through the house and you go, oh, my God, I need to start a lot of clothes, and you're going yeah. back back to your computer, to to your meeting or whatever, and you're going, oh hell, I forgot to do such and such, and you know so so on and so forth, and so your home then doesn't become a sanctuary anymore. It is mm-hmm. it is your work place, and you yep. know I find the the drawback to me working at home and doing it so, for so many hours a day is then I find that it's hard for me to turn things off and actually go to sleep at night. Yeah, I could see that because it's always on your mind what else you need to be doing. And that would make me insane. So you have to be able to cut it off. And I think for a lot of folks who are not used to working from home, it's really difficult to know where your life starts and your work ends. So I find that, you know, any time I've had to work from home, I'm putting in four or five extra hours because, well, I'm here, and there's a somewhat feeling of guilt when you're in the workplace and you're suddenly working from home, like, well, I really should be elsewhere, and and it's you know and maybe it's because i'm i'm a woman and it's always i'm always trying to prove myself corporately that i feel like i have to just keep going but mm-hmm. it's not healthy <laughs> it's really no you got to know when your day starts and when your day ends i've always had that struggle well you know i i have never been a morning person and you know mm-hmm. interestingly enough the time that you're born usually dictates whether you're going to be a morning person or an evening person. 
And really? I was born like, was, yeah, I was born after 2 o'clock in the afternoon, okay? So, me too. I, I was born okay. at 2.20 in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we were born just right around the, the, the same time. So I'm really not yeah. a morning person, but what I have discovered is that I, uh, in order to, to make things work, I am getting up earlier in the morning, and mm-hmm. then about 6 o'clock in the evening, I stop, and I fix dinner, and we eat dinner, and we visit for a little bit. And then, yeah. you know, I usually do, do, do shipping labels and, and so on and so forth. And then about, eh, I don't know, I've got some shows that I actually like to watch on TV, but my uh-huh. husband has the TV in the living room. So mm-hmm. I retreat to, to the bedroom after supper and turn on right. TV. The, the problem is yeah. my iPad is, is also there. And so, right. and it dings every time an email comes through or a message comes through. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So then I feel like I have to look. <laughs> right? No, I completely get that. It's like I, like, cause I have my, my work phone with me all the time and it's like, ding, ding, ding. Okay. Something must be going on. What do people need? And all of a sudden I'm back at work, even though I'm sitting in the bedroom. So yeah, exactly. I totally get it. Yeah. So so it's like there's there's no rest for for the weary or the wicked, you know. <laughs> right. So true. so, so how so are true. things where where you are with with the, the the pandemic? Are things opening up? Yes, they are. Um, we're actually um, we're I don't know if this is across the country, but in our state. We are now allowed to gather. If everyone's fully vaccinated, we're allowed to gather uh, two weeks after the second shot in groups of people uh, less than 10 who have also been vaccinated. I'm not sure if that's a nationwide thing or just locally here, but it's starting to open up. Restaurants are, are doing more of the outdoor seating because the weather is getting warmer. So it's starting to look like, you know, human activity once again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is kind of nice. Um, you know, Mystic South got canceled again for this year, as most festivals did. But hopefully everybody will start planning next year, you know, for next year's festivals and conventions, because I think we're going to be in a better position to be more social again by next year. And I'm just really looking forward to it. It's it's the first time in quite a while that I see that life can get somewhat back to normal. I don't know if everything is going to go back to the way it was, and when I say that I mean I don't know if people are going to still are going to be as comfortable hugging as they were before the pandemic started. You know, are we moving to a state where we'll have to carry our cards with us, which I don't think is necessarily unreasonable. Um no, I, I don't think keep so my, my back- yeah, I keep my vaccination card in my purse at all times. It's like my, you know, if we ask people from other con- countries to prove who they are, I, I don't have a problem proving who I am or if I got my shots because if you travel to another country, there's certain inoculations you have to have. Um, so I don't think it's I don't think it's a conspiracy, and I don't think it's a you know, secret society thing or like my mother, my mother's Pentecostal. So my mother was like, don't get the vaccination. They put the chip in it. I'm like, do you have a cell phone and a credit card? You've already been chipped. Next. So, you know what I mean? It's just some people are just kind of a little bit silly about how they're viewing all of this. I understand the science seemed like it was fast. Um, they're constantly developing vaccines for things. I didn't think it was all that weird. Um, now maybe they can find a cure for cancer. That would be nice if we're that invested in vaccinations. Let's let's start working on that. But I mean, I'm I'm feeling really good about it. I'm uh, planning to go visit some of our friends in Asheville, North Carolina, in the next couple of months because we're all vaccinated. We're on our way to it, so. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to start going back to normal and still, you know, exercise caution, wear your mask, social distance. You don't, you know, you don't know what other people are doing. So, you know, until we have 
until we're able to achieve something like herd immunity, which I think is somewhat possible, you know. For example, I have someone in my office who refuses to get the, the, the vaccine, and he knows very well that everyone around him is getting it. So by virtue of that fact, you know, we will be, in fact, keeping him safe. That's how it works. So mm-hmm. I don't mind that. You know, I, we all make choices. I, I am only regretful because he has small children mm-hmm. um, and grandchildren. So I am concerned about that. But you know what? It, it's not my circus. <laughs> it's not my people. He has to make his own decisions. But, I mean, I was very happy to get the inoculations. I have no problem with that. Well, you know, I was I was yeah. antsy, okay, to start with, because, you yeah. know, I haven't had a flu shot in 40-something years because the, the last mm-hmm. time, the, the times that I did, I was so sick, mm-hmm. I was like crawled to the bathroom sick. And mm-hmm. I've had the flu just a couple of times in all that time that I have not been vaccinated. And so I was I was antsy, but I did my own research, I I, I listened to the, the research, to the people from the CDC, so on and so forth. Yeah. And by the time I was able to get the vaccination, I was okay with it. But, you know, these people yeah. that that think um, that, oh, my God, you know, they're putting a microchip in you and so on and so forth, they've obviously never yeah. seen a dog yeah. get microchipped. In order for the dog uh-huh. to get microchipped, that chip goes through a 10-gauge needle. That's huge. Mm-hmm. And this little needle, there is no way, you know, this little needle, because most people don't even feel the shot. You know, it doesn't burn like like a penicillin shot does. It's just, and it's done. And so, you know, um, but, but yeah, I, I don't think that this will ever go away. But then the common cold has never gone away either. It's a matter of getting a handle on it. I agree. You know, so um, it's, you know, and I think I think we are beginning to get a handle on it. Uh, now, I don't know. You know, we may have to have a booster shot. I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know, if if we have I, to have a booster, okay. That's, that's not a big issue. Yeah, I, and by that time, they will yeah. have figured out how to do these appointments so things run smoothly and seamlessly. But um, because they've already, you know, gone through that that mess. But anyway, right. you know, um, you know, I had people who were emailing me wanting magic yeah. to protect them from the vaccine. I, I mean, protect uh, them from, from this virus, you know. And it was like, oh, uh-huh. honey, you know, if I had that, I'd be a billionaire overnight. So you know, your best form of magic. <laughs> is to socially distance and wear your mask. You know, sometimes, you know, this, you know, magic doesn't fix everything. And I, I think that's also hard for people to understand. I you know? agree. I think people, you know, most folks want that, you know, magic, just add water, fix everything for me. You know, I cannot tell you how many times in my life somebody has said, cast a spell for me, and I'm like, no, <laughs> you do it. Well, no, yeah, you know, I, I tell help. people, you know, right off that I don't, I don't work magic for other people. The, the magic I work is in, in the products that, that, that I produce. I work magic all day long. And so, you know, but as far as, you know, you've got this problem, am I going to work magic for you? No, I'm not going to do that. I'll tell you, um, you know, I'll give you a product. I'll, I'll, I'll suggest something for, for you, but, you know, I'm not going to do it for you. The other thing is a lot of people don't seem to understand that magic can take up to 21 days to even begin to show progress after a spell has been completed. Now, it doesn't always take that long, but, but it can. And folks don't don't seem to, to get that. You know, they're looking for instant gratification. And sometimes the instant gratification comes in the form of that phone call that you don't want to make. Interesting. That's true. Yeah. I didn't think so. about that. Because I've seen, I mean, I've seen a spell take as long as three three years to work, to be honest uh-huh. with you. 
Well, sure. And you know, <laughs> sometimes it's like, wait a minute, what did I do that got that delayed reaction? And half the time, the shit I cast previously, I don't need anymore. Exactly. <laughs> you got to go back exactly. and you got to undo it. <laughs> like no, well, that's not true. now. <laughs> And you know, and and the other thing that people don't seem to to realize either is that your mind, your brain, is the most powerful uh-huh. magical tool at your disposal. I have said things flippantly that have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, like <laughs> one time, uh, I, I I said to somebody that oh, I really wanted to do, and and this was before I had really started. Wicked Witch Studios before it had really taken off, and I was making altar cloths. Yeah. And but I told somebody yeah. that I would really like to do nothing but just sit at my sewing machine and sew all day. By God, uh-huh. I did. <laughs> and and it was like oh, and then all of a sudden when I decided I I contacted Coventry Creations and decided I wanted these uh, candles and oils and so on and so forth. With this product line, I had to take all the stuff that I was sewing offline because I didn't have time to sew anymore. But, you know, but it was amazing. I mean, right in the, the middle of an order for nine altar cloths, I'm going, oh, hmm, three weeks ago I said I wanted to sit at my sewing machine all day. By God, look at here. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so It's so amazing, one, right? And then yes. you, you don't realize in the moment the power of what, you are manifesting, and I find people do that a lot, and they'll say something flippant, and they won't realize. You have put that out for the universe to hear. Yeah. And the universe is going to respond one way or another to whatever it is you put out, and it may not be instantly, but the universe is always listening to whatever it is we say. So, you know. (laughs) No, case in point. Uh, many, many, many years ago, um, I was um, my my ex and I were were raising his child, and we had mm-hmm. moved to Missouri, and mm-hmm. we were also we also had a jewelry business, and we dealt in crystals and stones, mm-hmm. and he had learned to uh, work silver, and so so on and so forth. So anyway. We had uh, some people over who he was working with, the, a man and his wife. And so we brought out these crystals. Well, the woman just had a fit and said, those were the devil's workshop. And oh, so anyway, then the next day, the ex called me <clears throat> from work and said, Dorothy, you know, Apparently now, since we brought that stuff out, we are Satanists. This is all over uh, the, the, the job and the job site. And I started laughing. And he said, Dorothy, this is not funny, not at all. And I went, yeah, 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 it's mm. ridiculous. Three o'clock that afternoon, somebody knocks on the door. It's Child Protective Services. What? Yes. And this caseworker wants to look at our house, come in, look around, and wants to talk to the child. So, (laughs) yes, this was just crazy. And so I let her in, and the bad thing was we had just moved there, and we had sold all our furniture when we had moved from the other state, and we had new furniture on order, but it hadn't been delivered yet. <laughs> so, you know, wow. there wasn't a lot in the house. You know, we had, um, you know, a used kitchen table and chairs, and I had air mattresses in the bedrooms, you know, for for mm-hmm. people to, to sleep mm-hmm. on and stuff. And so, anyway, so I explained that to her, and she, she looked around. She looked in my in my pantry and in our refrigerator, and, yeah, it was fully stocked, and she wanted to talk mm-hmm. to the child. Well, he was playing his Nintendo game. God, that has been a long time ago, Nintendo, huh? So anyway, Uh he was annoyed because he did not want to talk to the woman because he was on level whatever, and he wouldn't be be able to get there again. It would mess up his game. Oh, my gosh. 
And he says this Mm -hmm. right in front of the social worker, which actually was pretty good because children who are being abused do not, are not sassy like like that. (laughs) No, generally they are not. They're too afraid. It's, yeah, that's, boy. So, so, you know, as much as I hated that he was being so, so disrespectful, it was like, okay, maybe this is good. So she she talks to him. Mm-hmm. It's all good. She tells me apparently there has been a horrible mistake, and she's so sorry to have, you know, bothered us and so on and so forth. And that's the end of it. But I knew it was this woman who did this. And I was furious, just furious. Mm-hmm. And so I am <laughs> romping and stomping through the house, and I think – it would have been better for her to just have fallen down the damn st- uh, our front steps and broken her fucking neck. <laughs> <laughs> so, 30 minutes later, my phone rings, no. and it's no. that woman, and she yeah. has fallen down her basement stairs and broken her yeah. leg. And I had to wind up taking her to the emergency room. Oh, shit. So it's not only what what you say out loud, sometimes it's what you think. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. No, that is wild. I mean, but seriously, I don't think people realize that when you put something out there like that, that it actually, the universe is paying attention. And... It, it it does mean something. And, you know, the idea um, of creating your reality is a very awesome responsibility when you drag in other people. And there's always dragging in of other people, you know. But, yeah, I mean, I've, I've fortunately the lessons I learned mostly uh, were not quite that extreme mine were you know along the lines of you know waiting for a subway train manifest the train oh by the way did you bother to manifest the direction of the train no yeah you know simple (laughs) lessons like that that's that's a lot easier um or, or you know a quicker fix than somebody you know although if they deserve it you know Who's to say? Um, yeah, but, you know, things happen. <laughs> that's that's life. <laughs> well, yes, that's my, things that's happen. my patent answer. <laughs> it, and, you know, sometimes, you know, as you said, you know, the direction of the train, sometimes things don't manifest as you think they will. You know, magic always oh, works. for sure. But, you know, this is why, you know, you need, you know, I, I think there's such a thing as being too specific but you have to be at least moderately specific about stuff. Um, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, you know, you 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 work a money spell. Well, yeah, you're, you're not being specific. You just want money, and so you find a nickel. Yeah, that's that's not what you wanted. You wanted no. <laughs> tons of nickels, okay? And, and, right. and look, there's just one, okay? So. You know, when you work a money spell, you probably ought to ask for an exorbitant amount of money, exorbitant being relative to whatever you think that is. Sure. You know, you know for some, some people, that's $500. For some people, that's, mm-hmm. you know, a you know, million dollars, okay, or $50,000 or whatever. But, um, you know, that way you can be assured that you're just not going to get five cents. Yeah, I think it's important to not, if you're manifesting something like that where you want something in an abundant amount, you don't want to tie the universe's hands. But I would think that you could say in excess of this amount or some kind of an amount and and have the universe run with that perhaps as opposed to, because if you're, like you said, if you're not specific enough, you're going to wind up with lots of loose change on the floor. If you're a little uh-huh. bit more specific and give it more of a, uh, a narrower target, or at least please not any less than this or equal or greater is something I learned from you. 
um, as far as when you're asking for something and you're trying to manifest something, that that's important to, you know, give some direction, but don't don't be too specific. You know, the other thing, that's exactly right. The other thing with magic is, is this. I, I don't believe in putting in this, this codicil that says, and it harm none. Because the fact of the mm-hmm. matter is, you simply living, existing on this, on this earth, it's harming something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you want to manifest something, then just, then just own it. You know, um, right. don't, don't say, you know, uh, if it's good for me. Because mm-hmm. if it's not good for you, you can fix that later. Okay? You have mm-hmm. to know what it is you want, and you have to want it so badly that you become one with the effort. Yeah, and I think people are intimidated by doing that, and that's why it, that's why a lot of magic just doesn't happen. I think people feel like, and that's why I think when people see someone who can work magic or works magic effectively, they instantly gravitate to that person to make the magic happen for them. Intention and belief are everything in magic. Your will is what drives magic. It's what drives the creation of magic, the efficacy of magic, the result of magic. Just saying it with, you know, with some intention is not enough. You've really got to mean it. Well, well yes, and I you think do that's have to mean it. And, yeah. and, you know, and, and, and the second guessing it, they're, they're after, mm-hmm. okay, sabotages everything. You know, you, yeah. you, you, you need to, to do the work, know it's going to ha- work, know it's going to bring you what, what you said you wanted, and be done with it and go on to, to, you know, something else. Just, you know, because it's done. And um, so, anyway, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And, of course, you know, it's Beltane hair, it's Salon yeah. on the, in the Southern Hemisphere, and, these, uh, and, and no matter which one you're celebrating, these are excellent times to work magic. Indeed. Excellent. Indeed. I'm busy doing that tonight, as a matter of fact. Well, what are you doing tonight? Well, I'm just, you know, I, do, I tend to do ritual on Saturday night, and it's just me because I work solitary. And, you know, I do things that, to work, look after my loved ones and this, that, and the other thing. And I, I got a couple of private things I, I want to discuss with the universe tonight that have been on my mind as far as certain changes in my life. Because everything is, it, it's constantly got to be in motion. Otherwise, um, there's no evolving. And I'm at that point where the knowing of things has become really important to me more than it ever was, you know, just just to just to figure it out. But I love the trip, you know, of you know, I've got certain career things that are happening now that are like, oh really, you want me to do this now after I've been asking you for this opportunity for years. It's suddenly like, well now that I've had time to think about it because uh, and I'll give you a, a brief, very brief overview because I want to go back to talking about the mystery packages again before we leave for the day. Um, I've been asking for an opportunity at work for quite some time, and I was told, yeah, well, we've never done that before. We've never had this before. We've never done that before. Okay. Things suddenly changed after the pandemic where all of the people in one office are now taking over the uh, leadership responsibilities for a bunch of other offices. And while I've had time to think about this, I'm like, you know what, maybe I don't want all that responsibility. Come to find out three weeks ago, oh, guess what, you're getting that responsibility. Now I'm like, ah, shit, I don't know if I want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) This has been years, okay, years of me saying, you know, give me more to do as far as this, that, and the other thing. Give me these responsibilities because, you know, I'm already doing the work. You know, go ahead and drop the other shoe. Let's go with all of this. And now it's at a point where it's like it's, there's not going to be a whole lot more money. 
mm-hmm. but there's going to be five times the responsibility. And I'm like, ah, shit. Now? See, I told you, sometimes magic is delayed. This is something I had been working on for the past eight years. Now, all of a sudden, I'm going to be 60 this year, and I'm like, fuck that. I'm tired now. Well, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, so now let's go back to the damn starting starting point and say, ah, okay, I know I asked for this, but shit, it's late. <laughs> so, so, I don't so, know. so do you think okay. that that if you had more money, you would be more willing to do that, and you would and you would be less exhausted from doing it? No, not okay. now, because okay. I because I've been given raise, I've been given raises since, <laughs> and now it's mm-hmm. like time is worth more than money because I'm at that age now where time is worth more than money. You know, it's, time it's funny how how you get get to that point where you suddenly realize mm-hmm. that you can always make more money, but you can never get more time. Yep. Time is the only thing in this entire world that is in short supply. We only have each one of us only has a limited amount of time on this earth, and you can't get yeah. any more. It's done. And. Yeah. You know, I have I have I got to that point se- several years ago, and um, you know, uh, <laughs> I I'm thinking to myself, you know, in a few days here I'm going to be 66, and and mm-hmm. I am I'm tired, and you know yeah. I shouldn't be having to, to to work this hard. I'm grateful for the money, okay, very grateful. Sure. I'm grateful for for the sure. business. But, you know, I have tried to figure out ways to work smarter instead of harder, but that doesn't, that sounds good in theory, but that doesn't always work. You know, yeah. and part of the reason it doesn't work is because I'm a control freak. And if my I name know. goes out on something, I want to make sure it's right. <laughs> and there's, and, but that's the beauty and the horror of being your own one-woman show because everything rises and falls on you. There is no, mm-hmm. you know, if something happens in production. You are production. Yes. And I know you. If you don't like the way something feels when you're about to put it in a box, it don't go. I know well, you. Well, that's, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. In fact, I had a store owner uh, in New Orleans come to pick up his order, and he said, oh, my God, well, I'm here. I need to order. I don't know. It was several bottles of Rich Fritz Spray or, or something else. And I went, oh, if you want to. You know, wait a second, I can do that for you. So, I, you know, I print my own labels and I cut them and, 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 so, and put them on the bottle and so on and so forth. And so I'm cutting these labels and one of them mm-hmm. wasn't cut quite square. And so I threw the label away and I cut another one. And he said, oh, my God, you are so OCD. And I said, said to him, well, when one is working magic, don't you want them to be OCD? And he yeah. said, well, yes, yeah. there is that. <laughs> you, yeah. know? you know, don't you want it oh, to yeah. the right? But, but I thought to myself, hell, you know, I'm not putting some kind of crappy-looking label on something he's going to stick in his store to sell. Hell no. My name's on that label. Bullshit. So, oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I remember, I, listen, I remember a number of years ago, and I'm not trying to put your business out there or nothing, but I remember something happening with labels a number of years ago, and you're like, I'm not using these. I am mm-hmm. not using these. These aren't right. I don't like the way it looks. You didn't like the way it looked. And you were like, nope, it's not going on my product. Bye. Exactly. Yeah, and there was a big row think. over that, too. Yes. Yes, there was. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm like, oh, my God, is, is she picky or what? And I love you for it. I do. But I don't think people realize how fastidious you are when it comes to, you know, your products, which is why I've always been so proud to talk about your products and and talk to you and, and, you know, have you be my sponsor because I just, you know, I've been collecting Dorothy Morrison products for years. I think I have one of everything. Or or maybe two of everything. (laughs) Well, shh. Don't don't make me sound as bad as I am. 
you're supposed oh, to be honey, I think, I think that's wonderful. I don't think uh, a, a working witch can ever have too much stuff. Okay. There, so there, there's no say, such thing as I too have, many tools. I have to tell you, I have found in my possession at, at one point seven bottles in various types of St. Dorothy the Wicked, which is which still remains is my most favorite 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 spray that you put out personal i i love it and i have to have it everywhere so this bottle in my drawer at work there's always a bottle in my purse there's always a bottle in the living room there's always a bottle at my husband's altar there's always a bottle at my <laughs> altar i mean i just i have because i don't like to have to fumble around and go if i'm inspired to do something in the moment i want the tool right there that's why I have a number, a small number of very favorite tools, and that's one of them. So I have to have it everywhere I am in case inspiration strikes or I'm feeling icky about something just to kind of, you know, change the playing field, bring it back to square one, and start over. And I don't like, because I don't know if you're like me, but if I have one of something and I use it somewhere and I put that thing down, it could be a week before I find it again. Well, exactly, or I put things up so I know where they'll Mm -hmm. be and then I can't remember. But, you know, (laughs) part of you doing what you do comes from having traveled. Yeah. You you have traveled for, for business. One of the things yeah. that I learned when I was doing appearances and I was on the road six to seven months out of the year was I had mm-hmm. a bag, a toiletry bag for home and a makeup mm-hmm. bag for home, and I bought the exact mm-hmm. same products that I had for traveling because if yeah. I didn't, I would invariably forget something and maybe not have a car to yeah. go get it. Yes. You know, toothpaste, de- deodorant, exactly or, right. oh, my God, my you know my, my favorite mascara or something, okay? So yes. it cost a little more to start with, but then I always knew I, was, I had exactly what I needed. And so it's, so, so you employ that with, with, with your magic, which I think is fabulous. Thank you. But, yes, I have, I have what we call a go bag where I have to have a duplicate of everything that I like that will make me comfortable for the road. Like, all, you know, I, once the, the pandemic started, I started doing my own nails, which means a drill, uh, a light, an LED light, all these different things, the tools to get your nails done, like you uh-huh. would in any salon, because I, I do them myself. Well, my go bag contains a little mini version of all of that because if I break uh-huh. a nail on the road, I'm not going to look for a salon. I'm going now that I do my own nails, I'm not going to anybody else. But enough about that. I want you to talk again because we're, we're, we're coming up towards the end of the show, and I just want to talk about the mystery packages again and what could potentially be in them and all of the different varying types that you're offering for folks who may have tuned in a little bit late. Okay. Uh, there are eight different kinds of packages th- this time. Uh, there are four with no uh, tarot uh, rating, no, no advice from the tarot, and there are four with. Um, they, uh, they range from um, $30 plus uh, shipping to $70 plus shipping. There are some um, that also come with a copy of, an autographed copy of Utterly Wicked. Um, the, what might be in those packages? Um, yeah. You know, almost anything that you can find on my site. Uh, there may be candles, there might be oils, there may be sprays. Um, you know, one year um, I sent for, uh, for people who lived in the desert, like in Arizona <laughs> or, or, uh, or, or New Mexico, it was extremely hot. And so I did not send candles yeah. because I did not want them to, um, to, to melt on the way. So they got, you know, sprays and oils. Um, so I kind of look mm-hmm. at that too. Uh, there might be an utterly wicked um, puppet kit in there. Um, there mm-hmm. might be, mm-hmm. I, I might even throw some Mardi Gras beads in. Um, you know, I might go through my personal stash and see what's here. So, 
um, that somebody else might use. So you might even find some some really nifty little vials, little you know, colored empty vials and and, and stuff. Um, you know, yeah. it could be absolutely anything. But if you purchase the one um, that allows me to get advice for you from the tarot, I can assure you that it will be something that is personally fit for your situation, whatever that might be. Which is awesome. And when will the link be ready, Dorothy? The link will be ready at um, hmm, at 1.30 Central Time. That is 11.30 mm-hmm. Pacific Time and 2.30 Eastern Time. Please tell me I did that math right. You did that perfectly. I was I was holding my breath because I'm like, am I 11? No, I'm not 11:30. Am I 2:30? No, yeah, I think I'm 2:30. Yes, because <laughs> I'm and, on the east and I coast. Think, so. I, I I think I missed Mountain Time, but Mountain Time I don't believe honors daylight savings time. I think I don't remember. Because somebody's going to call me on the carpet about that, that you never mentioned mountain time. So (laughs) (laughs) it's being mentioned. We're just not sure. Um, (laughs) They're going to have to do their own math on that. (laughs) I honestly, I mean, and, and, you know, having received um, your, your boxes before, I have to say, um, Getting the autographed copy of Utterly Wicked was really exciting. Uh, so, if you folks, if you don't have a copy of it, I'm, I'm telling you, it's the best book for what it is. Uh, meaning, if you are looking to right a wrong, as it were, <laughs> of varying types, Utterly Wicked is such a great book it is one of my favorites it is the one that i carry with me it's the only one i carry with me actually so you know i love it and i don't promote anything i don't absolutely love so i have to highly recommend dorothy's mystery packages they're always great they're always fun i actually got mardi gras beads one year i was so excited (laughs) i was like oh look at these these are great (laughs) Well, you know, we, we of course, you know, that we we didn't do do Mardi Gras last year, and um, yeah. it's up in the air. Probably, you know, it, it didn't happen this year. One of the parishes is going to do mm-hmm. theirs this month, I think. But anyway, we have a ton of Mardi Gras beads, and people just, yeah. I mean, they're just, you know, a little extra something. Um, but people just love them, and why not share them? I can always get more Mardi Gras oh, beads. They're awesome, and as somebody who has never um, been to Mardi Gras but has always wanted to go, you know, and I've, you know, I've got a lot of guests who talk about hoodoo, and I love that vibe, and I love having those beads because it it makes me feel like I'm, I I have a part of New Orleans, which is really kind of exciting. So, yeah, I love them. I think they're they're fun, Um, and they're on my altar where I keep all of my Dorothy stuff, which is why my altar is five tiers high, (laughs) because I need all the room. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, I found the purse you made for me. I put put it up like kind of like I have it on a special hanging in my closet because I don't want anything else near it because it's, you know, it it was the one you you made for me, and I just love it. And I I know that that doing all that kind of sewing was great for you at one point, but everything I have from you, I absolutely But anyway, Dorothy, always a pleasure to have you on. You're already booked for later this year for a few more appearances, and I just adore you, and I really hope I get to see you soon. And thank you so much for coming on and talking about the Merry, Merry Month of Morrison. Well, thank you so much for having me. I miss you tons, and you need to come and visit. When, when I thanks will. right now, I promise. come come visit. I have a guest room. I will. I promise. I will come and visit. We will talk about that at some point very, very soon, now that everybody's okay. getting vaccinated. Yes. All right. Okay. I love you bunches. Thank you so much for having me, and have a great bell time. You too. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye. 
All right, everybody. That was our wonderful patron saint, Dorothy Morrison, who we adore. Um, I will be having another show this afternoon with Keldon. We are going to talk about his upcoming book. I'm very excited. Please join me at 4 o'clock Eastern time, and I will talk to you all later. Have a beautiful Beltane. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.